0: And now, a breakthrough basketball original podcast: The Jim Huber Show. Hey, everybody!
1: Oh, it's hard work being this good. I was like, "Ow!" <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like a, a big choo-choo train.
0: We join the Jim Huber Show, already in progress. Today we're going to talk about creating the next Steph Curry, and Jimmy has coached some of the best shooters in the country. This kid, Michael Porter Jr., Ben Richardson, and we'll, we'll talk about all that.
1: Marvin Clark. Marvin I Clark. about Marvin.
0: Marvin at, at Michigan State, yeah. a kid that has worked really hard on his shot. What do you see in common with all these people?
1: Well, I, I see that they have consistent, repeatable type mechanics, and they consistently get in the gym and work on their game to make it better. They put the time in. It's kind of like when you think Del Curry. People ask like him, like, "How do I get my son?" To How do I shoot, create like, stuff? Steph Curry? Right? right, and he says repetition. Because when you can get in the gym and you can work on it, build confidence, and then do it when the game's on the line, then it all starts coming together. If you can have great mechanics and then be consistent, repeatable, then I think you have a chance to really succeed as being a shooter.
0: When you get a kid on the high school or college level that has a certain muscle memory and it's not a perfect form you don't try to change them right you tweak it a little bit
1: yeah i think like one to two they always say the power of three but i, I think once you get too many things in there right uh they they think too much right. so if they can go in and like hey let's fix this part maybe tweak this part of right. your shot here's what i would say though to coaches out there if i had somebody that struggled i would first film them right you, you want to use film because film and when somebody sees that, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, okay, now I understand it.
0: You can tell somebody something, but if you can show, especially oh, a kid today, because visually. they're so visual and we're yeah. so instant feedback, if you can show them, hey, look at your elbow here. Yeah. Look at where you're finishing. It, it, it and really then when is you helpful. can
1: show them later the changes that they've made or how they've maybe made the tweaks mm-hmm. and they see the success, now they start to feel better about it.
0: The hard thing, though, with the shooter is this, that you have to delay – Gratification. Yes, and when you make a change, initially, you may miss more mm-hmm. than doing it your old way.
1: And I, I would say too as coaches, after you film them, what I would do is I would have them shoot a certain amount of shots, and then I would chart how they're missing. Are they missing right, like Because there's four ways you can miss: right, right, right left, left, short, long, short, long. We talk about our shooting camps. So if you can figure out how they're missing, that would help you be able to understand the tweaks you need to make. And I always say this. Great shooters don't miss right, left. They're straight on, mm-hmm. right? So that's where I think you need to understand, like, okay, how are they missing? Mm-hmm. And then let's, let's figure out how we can adjust them, tweak them to get them more consistent in this area. Well, I always tell kids, this is not rocket science, right? If it was, I wouldn't be sitting there talking to you today. True that. <laughs> okay. So, But for me, is as a, as a you know, young person is, you know, listen to what's being taught. And then learn it so then you can go coach yourself. So when I'm sitting there and I'm working on my own in a basket, I'm going to sit there and be breaking myself down like, you know, my, my feet are they lined, or, you know, my my shooting shoulder and shooting hip. And I'm going through my follow-through, my extension. How am I missing? And I'm making adjustments, and I'm doing it the right way.
0: And you're doing it during close to the basket yeah, form type shooting. close to the basket shooting, right. and then
1: moving back. When they talk about shooting percentages, think about a game when you're watching Is somebody, like, shoots a shot that's highly contested or they're off balance or takes tough shots. And you take three or four of them. What do you think after that? I'm not on today. Because your confidence is low. But now if I get an open lip or I, I get fouled go the free throw line knocking in or I get a wide open shot from a game spot for me and I knock it down, now what are you thinking? It's all good. Hey, basket's big. Today's my day. So the confidence brews. So I think kids and coaches need to understand is like really reinforcing what are good shots. And good shots will allow you to make it at a higher percentage, which is going to build your confidence more and then help you have more success in the game as you go. If I'm struggling and I'm a good shooter, like I had Michael Porter one year that I was coaching, and we ran a play for him. He's a great shooter, big crowd. They're all excited, pumped up to see him. And he's not shooting well, and he's getting, you know, kind of nervous about it. Hesitant. Yeah. And I tell him, I say, Mike, that's a great shot. We're running this play for you. That's a good shot for you. Shoot it. The next one. Next opportunity. Focus on the next shot because you might have missed two or three, Mm -hmm. but you're getting ready to knock in about five to seven in a row.
0: Right. All it takes is one shot to go down. Steph Curry misses seven in a row, and that one goes in, and all of a sudden the muscle memory is right back where it always
1: was. It just something threw him off. But here's what I see, too. Parents and coaches sometimes, a kid misses maybe a lip or a shot or whatever it is, and they maybe after the game they're they're getting on him, yelling at him. How'd you miss that? Why'd you do this? Well, what's the kid gonna think after that point? He's that's gonna be with him, mm-hmm. and that's gonna carry on to maybe the next practice, next game, and now he gets what doubt inside his mind. Right. So people gotta watch how they talk to kids out there because it gets in their subconscious mind, yeah, and it's gonna affect them in the future. You know, as they're playing. And I see you as a parent, someone that I, that I see is, is is studied. Breakthroughbasketball.com. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of information. And you've done that. Yeah. So let's go back, look at Nick, because Nick, uh, I know you don't like to brag on him, but the truth is he's a great shooter. I mean, he is a he is a elite shooter. He can shoot it very, very well. You know, when did he start developing a passion? to start shooting the basketball or working on it?
0: Sixth grade. He saw an ad in a paper for a free throw contest. We are on vacation. He enters it just for fun. And he ended up winning. He He got lucky. He won. So then we got to go to districts in a month. He said, Dad, I got to practice. So we started working. We'd shoot 100 a day. I said, we'll shoot 100 a day every day until the contest. And he saw he won the next one. And the next one, and went to state he saw the value of repetition and he understood that uh for good things to happen he was going to have to put the work in so that lesson was taught for me by accident by a contest and so that lesson was powerful
1: did you work with him on some of his mechanics and his form like at that time or what did you do
0: oh yeah yeah we we focused on finger through the rim elbow above the eye um balance was really important for us and routine was really important especially with the free throw the routine was everything i could i i can still today be shooting with him and i i turn my back to him when he shoots free throws it's our habit i walk side to side we have rituals and i don't look at him while he's shooting but i know when the shot is good because i can hear he takes three dribbles bang 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 and the last one is harder that's just way the way he does it if i hear I can literally tell it's a swish by the dribbling if I hear that the rhythm or is not it's a little off on those dribbles i know it's a miss and he might hit ninety in a row and I can just hear it and I know it every time I can hear it in the dribble I know when the miss is coming.
1: So you you talk a lot about routine and ritual. I hear you talk a lot about that. So what was the routine and ritual when he was, say, 6th, 7th grade?
0: Every day we would do form shooting close to the basket. We would shoot what we call a feather shot, which is a a one-handed shot where he's just focused on Elbow above the eye, finger through the rim. And that's how we develop touch.
1: Okay? Now, would you work with him at that time with like alignment, making sure like a shooting shoulder and shooting hip, hip was Yeah, we would make or- sure
0: that the feet are shoulder width apart, staggered, slight turn is fine. Um, so he's comfortable. And I tell him, don't focus on makes or misses, focus on your body because that's all you can control. You can't control a bad roll, you can control the way your feet are set up. You can control your elbow above your eye. You can control your finger through the rim. So I've got him, when he's doing form shooting, he's trying, I I showed him the statue of David. Perfect body, right? You're trying to make your body perfect. And don't worry about the makes or misses because if you control your body,
1: You're going to make more than you miss. Now, would there be like how many spots on the floor would you have him shoot on? We
0: shoot five minutes feather shooting from about 10 feet. Then we go to, we add the guide hand and we just focus on the release. So just from the top above his eye with the guide hand, we focus on the release. Then we move to form shooting, five spots, 10 shots apiece, and he's 12 feet from the basket. And I tell him that is the only time I want you ever thinking about your body and stuff when we're close to the basket.
1: Now, when you're 12 feet and you're t- same form shooting, Now, are you doing it to where it's kind of like he has it in a set position or uh-huh. he has his yeah. guide hand yeah. on it? He's I mean,
0: got it in his sweet spot. We call it the sweet spot. Every time he catches the ball, he does a slight dip to a sweet spot for rhythm and lets it go. So when we're doing form, I'm passing him the ball, and I, I even pass it at a certain rhythm. I get the ball out of the net. Boom! I throw him a certain pass at a certain rhythm, and he goes right into it. Our rituals are very rhythmic. We focus. I don't talk a lot during it at all, uh, at this point especially because he knows what he's doing. But it's very the passes, the timing. um, It's very ritual. When he was young,
1: though, would you talk about it more? Yeah, when we at, at
0: first, yeah, at first, yeah, and and he saw results when we. Tweaked little things physically and he saw results. And for kids, you know, they got, like I said, they can't get discouraged about makes or misses. I, I really tell you to focus on their body. And do the right things, and makes will
1: happen. Have you ever? Uh, you said throwing him passes like the you know kind of the the, the passes and that tempo and what you're doing. And if you ever throwing him like bad passes, yeah. where he gets like from the game, he's going right. to get bad passes. But right, shoot it like that.
0: Right. So we'll go to we do catch and shoot workouts sometimes, and then we'll do other workouts where we're working shooting on the move. But during the catch and shoot workouts, I will literally I'll throw one pass to his left. I'll throw one pass a little mm-hmm. bit to his right. I'll throw a pass a little low. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be times when I'll throw money passes. Yeah. Just boom, boom, boom. So he gets that confidence of making, you know, fifty threes in a row, where I am literally throwing it right to his hand, seams every time. But then during the workout, I'm mixing in bad passes because –
1: you're going to get a lot of bad passes. Now, do you have him make so many, and then he takes a half step back, and he progresses, or what do you do?
0: We shoot a lot of 17-footers, and this came from Don Kelbick, who is one of our coaches at Breakthrough Basketball. The theory behind it is this. We shoot from inside the line a lot during practice, but close to the line, and we make that shot a layup, right? And when he's shooting that shot, I don't care who you are, when you're behind the line, you're conscious that you're behind the line. The line is there. Mm-hmm. And so we, we move a little in front of the line, and we make it a layup. And then in a game, he's got a little bit of adrenaline going, and he's one step back, and literally that three-pointer becomes a layup. Now, we do shoot threes during the workout, but we shoot more 17-footers
1: than nineteen nine. 9 He's continued to do it because you don't pressure him. I see too many parents like, you know, you got to get to the gym. you got to do this. No, no, they don't have to. Know what their goals are and then encourage them. But if they don't want to do it, and you keep pounding them to go do it, they're going to quit.
0: Or they get on kids about, "Hey, you only made." They yeah. do a workout, and they're looking at no. And and I know there is a there's a school of thought that, "Hey, let's chart our makes and misses." Okay, I understand that, but for me, I'm more focused on his body and him doing the right things because I don't want him hung up on counting numbers and thinking, oh, well, you know, I've done all this work and here I am going into this game and I was 70 for 200. I just don't want him thinking that. I want him thinking about doing the right things physically and and then good things will
1: happen. I, I think I agree with that. I think, like, your son has gotten to be a, a really great shooter. And I think when they become that, sometimes when you chart something and they see them making, like, 7 out of 10, they're making a higher percentage – it kind of they see it visually. And it's like, man, I am a great shooter. And sometimes it reinforces that confidence. But I think it's a balance because if it, you're focused on just numbers, right, and that's it, yeah, uh, it, it can be something that could be detrimental on that person's growth as a shooter.
0: I think especially early in development, it's good to focus on the process. Yes, because very much so. because kids will give up. Yeah, your kid will give up because mm-hmm. it's a failure game. You're going to fail more than you make, and that's a hard thing for some kids to swallow. And what some I, kids can't swallow
1: yeah. that. And what I love about shooting is this Nick, when he started, you know, it maybe ends up being six three, he's about what, six one now. Six two. Six two. When he started, he wasn't that size. Nope, he was small, smallest kid in the class. And and I look at like my my nephew, um, who's you know out of college now, but when he was an eighth grader, mm-hmm. he got cut yeah. and he wasn't very good. And he ended up being, you know, six foot. And I showed him what we what you're talking about, the same thing with him, with Christopher. Right. And he did it on a daily basis. And by the time he made his ninth grade season and he ended up being one of the top two, three players, and then all of a sudden, by his junior year in high school, he's one of the top players in that area. He's all region mm-hmm. when he's a senior, right. and he's a great shooter. Yeah. And he developed into a great shooter. But the same thing, he would go do this daily, mm-hmm. every day working on it, the process, doing it the right way, Rituals. conditioning. And now, he was only six foot. He didn't run a 4 two forty. He didn't jump 40 inches right he wasn't like you know this freak athlete and he got a college scholarship because he had a skill set that he mastered mm-hmm. and you can master you know the skill set of shooting and you could have limitations in other areas and still have an opportunity to succeed in the game
0: like Steph Curry i mean look at that guy he got overlooked Every level, he's been overlooked. And now he is the greatest basketball. I don't care, LeBron, you say you're the best. Ba- this guy, for me, yeah. is the best basketball player going right now. He's
1: amazing. And he continues to get better. I mean, Every year. Focus it's like game.
0: a video game, this guy. It's incredible what he's doing. And he's 6'3", and he's a slip of a human being. You know, he's not muscular. He doesn't jump particularly well. He's not super fast. He's just crafty and, and brilliant and uh, amazing.
1: You hear a lot of kids at times, you've been around it, where it's like, I couldn't get to the gym today. I couldn't work out. And I'll tell individuals, you can work on shooting at home without a basketball. Right. Without a basketball goal.
0: Shoot 100 free throws a day without a basketball for one month. And visually see the ball go through the net every time. See it in your mind and focus on your body and routine being perfect. And you'll be a better free throw shooter in a month I don't care if you ever went on the court and shot a a physical free throw. Your body will be better. Your routine will be better. Your confidence, the mind seeing that ball go through the net, you can get better without a ball.
1: You know, going back to shooting camps, and I and I see this as well. I can tell the individuals in the camp that are going to get better because I see them listening and then they go do it on their own. They don't need a coach. To sit there and micromanage them. Yeah. And they're they're making the changes or the tweaks at a basket. And I see them being hungry to improve. And they talk about like Steph Curry in a lot of his videos, they talk about he's meticulous. I'll get individuals that come to me, you know, that want an individual workout. I'll show them what to do on a shooting workout. I'll break it down for them. And then I'll tell them go do it. And I'll tell parents, if they do it, say, okay, over this. You know, two week time or week time, whatever they do it four or five times over two week time. Right, call me. Call me if not, save your money. Hey, go and flush it down the toilet because they don't want to do it. If they're not willing to work on it on their own and put the time in, they're not going to become great. Yeah, it ain't going to happen. You can't force something down them that they don't want to do. I'm excited that shooting is back. I'm excited
0: that and I'm. Personally, I'm excited for my son because the three-point line is like all the rage now. Every college, NBA teams, because of Steph Curry.
1: Think about the NBA today. Yeah. Golden State Warriors, okay? Kerr was with the San Antonio Spurs, right? Right. The Utah Jazz has started to uh, you know, have some success this year. Mm-hmm. Quinn Snyder, extension of what they did at San Antonio Spurs. Ball movement, spacing, great shooters to space the floor, extend it. And they're having pretty good success at what they're doing.
0: But it's an exciting time, especially for kids that aren't super physical freaks and six nine and can dunk it with their
1: elbows. You can get a college scholarship if you can yeah. shoot the basketball. There's not enough great shooters out there. No. There's not. How many kids will go out there and work on their game five to seven times a week spe- specifically shooting and by themselves and work on their form and muscle memory and do it over and over and over again and become great? And not many will do it.
0: Even in the EYBL that you coached in, the Nike EYBL, mm-hmm. which is the NBA for high school kids. I mean, it's the top, of yeah. the top. There's not that many great, truly great shooters on, on one team. On one team. Yeah. There might be one guy. There might be one or two, two. Yeah. The lucky teams have yeah. two guys that yeah. are dead eyes, but some of the EYBL teams, it's all about physical, and some of them don't shoot that well. Yeah. And you're looking at them going, wow, they're really big and fast and they can jump, but this team doesn't, they don't have any skill.
1: Because Al- you look at Mocan last year, they had about three guys. They had Mike guys, Porter, they had, they had guys Swoop, who could really shoot it. Trey, Trey could shoot it. Trey Young. Yeah. So you had three guys that can shoot it. But a bit. that's the rarity yeah. in the UIBL. I wouldn't yeah. say that's the norm. Everybody wants a workout person, right? They want yeah. a skill coach. Right. But I see these individuals just going to a skill coach and just dropping them off and leaving. And say they're working on shooting. Right. If I'm if I'm a parent, what I'm doing, I'm studying shooting a little bit. Implement. But what I'm also doing is I'm watching the skill trainer. I'm asking them questions about shooting before I even have them work with my kid. Right. I'm asking questions to them to find out how they teach it. Right. Because if they don't teach it the way that it needs to be taught, you're wasting money. Just because someone was a great player doesn't make them a great coach. No. And you see individuals going and doing workouts, and a kid will walk out of the gym and be all Mm sweaty, and somebody thinks they got something accomplished. I would make sure I would research that a little bit, and I would ask questions around town to find out who are the best at doing that. And
0: the most important thing that like Phil Beckner talked about was that you're looking for someone that's in player development. That it's not me stealing Steph Curry's shooting workout and you going and doing it. It's you stealing what makes Steph different the the intensity that he goes into a workout he's not shooting 500 shots he's shooting the same shot 500 times and he's being meticulous with yeah. his feet and it's every day those are the things that you got to steal and then being a great teammate and and all those great things that the best Truly, well, are the best. Well,
1: hopefully, those two, When you're teaching that to as someone in a workout, that those are life skills as well. Mm-hmm. Are you meticulous? Are you doing the right things mm-hmm. on a consistent basis? Are you coaching, managing yourself?
0: Can you delay gratification yeah. in this process? Because that's that's it's tough. To kids, want it now. They want it, results today. Parents spend money. They want results now. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way shooting works. It's not now. It's every day, and then six months from now we have we we go to a different level in a year we go to a different level it's not it's not like that
1: and when you mentioned breakthrough basketball too like when you talked about the size of basketball the, the height of a goal they have like those numbers and everything on their site where it kind of tells you what age you know what what, what you should be doing at, at those different ages to kind of help them in the progression of shooting as well
0: a ton of stuff at BreakthroughBasketball.com on mentality on workouts with your kids that you can do workouts for coaches shooting workouts with their teams uh, all sorts of shooting aids DVDs tons of stuff at BreakthroughBasketball.com Jimmy always fun to talk shooting I love it man I
1: love you just even talking to you I'm I'm a great guy. I love talking to my wife, (laughs) but I do love talking to you, man.
0: I wish I could live with you guys. Don't forget Facebook, The Jim Huber Show. Like us on Facebook. Leave comments, questions. Uh, You can Twitter Jimmy at...
1: The Jim Huber Show.
0: The Jim, Jim Huber, Huber show. show. And make Not sure the hey, Jim Huber Show. The Jim Huber Show. And make sure show.
1: on iTunes, again, subscribe, rate, review. Please share this out to people that can really benefit from it. And we appreciate uh, you joining us. Jimmy, have a great day, buddy. Everyone out there. Take care and God bless.